0: Wrestling tacos. tacos. The Emosewa one. The Reaper. This isn't just wrestling. Welcome back to Wrestling Tacos Podcast. One of your hosts the the Emosewa one, Franco. And I'm the other one. I think they call me the Reaper. The Reaper. I think it's the yeah. Reaper.
1: <laughs> it's all How's it going, man? You know, just here. You know how it is.
0: Another another week.
1: Oh man, another week off the life. What? <laughs> Said another week uh, off the life. You know.
0: Uh, first things first. First part of business. Did you watch the Fast and Furious trailer?
1: I did. Um, the last one I saw was Fast Six. In theaters and I don't remember what happened in that one so I kind of missed seven and eight but when I saw that the trailer was coming out for nine I was like all right cool you know let me check this out and uh, it was cool to see John Cena I'm not gonna lie but uh, yeah man they, they've uh, Jesus man like <laughs> I saw a meme that said that they might as well just go up the Avengers go up against the Avengers right now and I yeah I, I have no idea I'm sure it'll be fun
0: yeah, but, uh oh this my is
1: God. <laughs> the shit that they were doing was like like the thing that sticks out to me was when John Cena's in that Mustang, or Jacob as he's in the how the fuck does he have a brother? His Dom had a brother this whole time and he doesn't show up. But anyways, um he's in the Mustang, right? And he drives off the cliff and Charlie Darren's character has this like jet that has a car magnet <laughs> and picks him up. And then Dom's like, okay, well the bridge is out, and he hits the NAS, and somehow like a piece of the wood from the bridge gets stuck to the tire, for him to switch. It's like, what is going on? I don't understand. I don't, I, I don't know. Looking face ever. I've
0: always been a fan of the movies, so I probably end up watching it. But like, oh, I was pissed off.
1: Like that, you you're like the kind of person that wouldn't like that stuff.
0: No, I actually enjoyed I've seen all of them. Uh, the only one I didn't enjoy at the beginning was part three, Tokyo Drift. But then after I watching like, it like years back, I enjoyed
1: yeah. it. I don't like Tokyo Drift. But, uh, I mean, I love the other ones. And I think the main thing is because they were fun. It wasn't really about the story. So, I mean, I'm sure if I watched it, I'd enjoy it. It's kind of like Hobbs and Shaw. I mean.
0: I haven't seen that one yet.
1: It was really good. But it's really good in the sense that it's like, well, The Rock is funny. You know, him and Jason Statham hilarious and you know all that shit's cool and I like Gidris Elba but as far as the story I don't even know what the hell happened in the movie I, I just know the funny stuff but it was fun you know so it's just like I'll pay for it I'll pay to watch it yeah, yeah sure John Cena will be just like that
0: John Cena replaced uh, The Rock and uh, this is a heel turn we've been waiting for
1: <laughs> yeah hey man I I've always thought that John Cena could play a pretty good heel
0: well we'll but... see how he plays in the movie
1: Uh, Doesn't he catch a car in the trailer? I swear he catches a car.
0: Probably. I mean, fucking Dom survived by going fifty feet in the air and falling on a fucking car.
1: Yeah, it's just like, man. I I saw the first one not that long ago. I want to say a couple weeks ago, or I saw some uh, like you know passing like through TV, and I was like, wow, this is where it all started, huh? Like they weren't doing like anything, you know, to the extent that they were doing, that they're doing now, it's crazy. They had a
0: fight over a tuna sandwich in the first one. They had
1: a fight over a tuna sandwich, (laughs) and, well, that actually is what brought me back to it after I saw the Fast 9 was, um, he mentioned what Dom was like, doesn't he say something about, you know, I, I used to, you know, be in the garage with my dad or whatever, and I think he got into the accident, and somehow, I don't know, at some point Dom started beating this dude with a wrench or something, and it's like, well... Wouldn't he have met, said, you know, like, me and my brother? <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know, man. I, I just kept thinking about that, but... I'm sure it'll be fun. I guess.
0: Yeah, Never mind. probably. Sure, i mean, but
1: I'm sure it'll be fun.
0: Johnson will be a face by the end of the movie, I guarantee you that.
1: Hey, man. <laughs> Family... What is it? What they say? Like, family's everything. Never yeah. It. Family's, like, the biggest... They use that more than fast in that movie, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure
0: um. Anyways... Good. I got some a few uh news, I guess, sort of. Um The revival. Vince asked them to re-sign. They said no and they asked for their release once more.
1: AEW bound baby.
0: Yeah, that's what everybody says.
1: Pretty much. Um uh, yeah, they've I mean they keep getting offered these contracts and it's just not happening. I think uh from something that I read was they're looking at the situation with uh with the O. C. or with Anderson and Gallows. Because they were kinda on that same boat of we're not gonna re sign, um, unless, you know, you do more for the tag team division and they were promised that. They got signed and you know, initially it did look like, you know, they were being pushed and tag team wrestling on in WWE was uh was gonna be a focus but I don't I wouldn't say it is anymore. And apparently, that's something that they've looked at too. That it's kind of like a broken promise thing. So, I don't think any amount of money. It's kind of like a like a Moxley situation. Like it doesn't matter how much money you're offering. If I'm not happy here, I'm going to leave. So, uh, both of their contracts uh, are up after WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken. Like yes, so they They're each other or something. So, April. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and if not, I mean, if they don't go to AEW, I mean of the places that they can go, man. Because they're highly respected.
0: Yeah. So I can't Um, wait to see where they go. Other contract negotiations is uh, Rusev. He's been taken off TV because of contract negotiations. Yeah, apparently he was supposed
1: to be in the Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, him and Lashley but they got taken out. Mm -hmm. So he's been taken off TV.
1: Yeah, you can tell they're kind of trying to move on too because uh, on Raw they had the Liv Morgan versus Lana match and you can tell that that kind of just, you know, that's moving on.
0: Yeah, um, Tainara Conti, Conti, I don't her last name, but she <laughs> apparently walked out on NXT back in January. January, I think, eighteenth or fifteenth. She yeah, didn't want to be in the the battle royal, and uh, she walked out due to um, financial issues.
1: Yeah, is so. another another one of those things? It makes me think though, like, do you really think it's a financial thing, or do you think it's, or not, no, not not necessarily that question, but do you think like um, they're doing it as leverage, you know, like you know, like using AW or the other companies that are around now, like, well, if you don't sign me to this much whatever, I'm gonna go sign with the other, like, maybe their contracts are up pretty soon and they're kind of doing that, like kind of like what Randy Orton did, I guess. Like, do you think that they're yeah. doing that, or do you think it's an actual dispute?
0: It could be a um, possibility, but I mean that just broke yesterday, Friday, so we're not too sure.
1: Yeah, it's just weird. It's about to go on a month, and we just heard about it. Yeah. Uh, another thing that happened, or I guess two two free agent signings: uh, Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher.
0: Yes, Killer Cross is signed to WWE along with Timothy yes. Thatcher
1: don't, and I've, I've made it a point. I don't care where. I didn't care where it could across Win. I just wanted, wanted him to be with one of the major organizations. And God, I, I hope, I hope, man, that they do him right. I really do.
0: I, I mean, there's no way they can't. They, it, if he goes to NXT, there's no way they can't. Triple H but, knows.
1: Yes, but apparently they might skip the whole NXT part and go straight to the main roster, and that's where I'm a little, this eh, about it. It doesn't make sense to me because I feel like he can be in NXT with Scarlet and you know <laughs> do all that. But
0: for the most whatever. part, when they um, uh. have him uh, reports the performance center, they usually have him go to NXT after. Yeah, they usually. Know. Don't, uh... I,
1: I read that too, right? So that's why I was like, yeah. I mean, and it, it just makes most sense go to NXT. But apparently, there was something, or I, I don't remember who it was that reported that they might actually just skip that altogether. Like he's going to the performance center for like for a. Uh, just a brief time I guess and then it's going to go straight to the main roster and it's like that doesn't make any sense like please don't do that and you got to remember I mean it's WWE man like kind of unpredictable with some of these things so I really hope he goes to NXT Um, and I, I hope he does great I mean I think he'll do great wherever he goes I just hope you know they don't hinder his character or change his name or you know anything like that
0: I hope they don't change his name because I can't imagine him as anything else besides Killer Cross
1: <laughs> yeah you just gonna kind of have to start calling him uh, Kevin, buddy.
0: Kevin Kesar, I think is his name.
1: Yep, Kevin Kesar. Um Kevin Cross, Kev Cross.
0: Well, that's what that was his name, Kevin Cross.
1: I know, but would you rather hear Kevin Cross or Caleb Cross?
0: I mean either way he's known as you're both, like, so I, like, I'm I'm fine with either as, or.
1: As long as Cross is it and I don't care.
0: <laughs> as long as it's double K. There you go. Um Other news, uh, Buddy Murphy yesterday is going by... Starting by Murphy now. That's a big change, though. He lost his name Buddy.
1: (laughs) I always thought the name was dumb anyways, but...
0: I don't think Buddy Murphy's
1: that dumb. I just think somebody actually going by the name of Buddy is dumb. But it's just like, why? It's like the Mustafa Ali thing, you know? And then they started calling him Ali, and then they gave him the Mustafa back... Because of the meaning to the name. And it's just like, why? <laughs> like, Or why why did they do it now that he's more in the spotlight? You know what I mean? Or, you know, like, I, I guess something like that. I mean, it doesn't matter. But it's just dumb to me.
0: It's like Alexander Rusev, Antonio Cesaro. Uh, uh, Andrade. Who else? Yeah, Andrade, um, uh, Andrade Cien Almas.
1: Who else? Like, everybody, dude. Did you already say Cesaro?
0: <laughs> yeah, Apollo Cruz lost uh, Cruz for a little bit.
1: Oh, he did, right?
0: But it because of uh, some guy did a shooting, and his name was uh, last name was Cruz. But it was, like for a month or two months. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's other people I just can't remember off the top of my head right now.
1: Oh, there's a lot of them. Uh, Rowan, he, you know Eric Rowan went by Rowan. Luke Harper at the time. There was a point where he was just Harper. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, you can just go on and on. Like, basically... Otis and Tucky. What was his name?
0: Otis and Tucky, Heavy Machinery. They had their last names, but now they go by like Otis and Tucky.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Which, yeah, that I mean, one's
0: fine because I can't pronounce good. their last name either way.
1: I, yeah. Otis makes me so uncomfortable. He's so hilarious, but he makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like um, looking at him
0: on TV. <laughs> There's been... <laughs> It's not that bad, man.
1: There's uh, has been rumors. Whatever it is, man.
0: I don't care what. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's kind of kind of but What's funny? Right. There's been uh, rumors that Sting versus Undertaker's plan for WrestleMania.
1: Can we hope not?
0: Yeah, yeah, I I really hope not.
1: <laughs> but we have different reasonings, and I'll get into mine. Uh, mine is because they're very old, and I don't well, yeah, think mine. it'll be a good match. And um. You know, like, people like point at like the Undertaker Goldberg match. That would have been a good match, but they both got injured and they were trying to go too long. I think if it had been a little five minute match, it would have been okay. But yeah, I just don't see this. Undertaker only works one date a year, if that. Now, and Sting's been retired for what, like three years, right? Yeah, about well. those lines. So it's just like, no, man, please, like let's let's not. You can get into your reasoning as to why you don't want this.
0: I've never cared for Sting, and they're both old, pretty much. I mean, there's not going to be a good match out of that.
1: But the blasphemy that you just said, that you don't want Sting. Like, who doesn't I've have never, Sting? I've never cared why? for Sting. Why would you not? Why would I? Because he was the physical embodiment of the great parts of WCW. That's why.
0: you're just like I didn't see it I don't care (laughs) Uh, yeah I've I've been on this before I've never seen WCW I've seen moments and all that I was too young to watch it so I mean I'm not gonna go back on the network and watch it whenever I heard so much from it
1: (laughs) yeah man that's only in the last years of it before that it was great although I would
0: uh, Hollywood Hogan was was pretty good I guess because of the heel
1: oh man that third man reveal that was great
0: yeah uh yeah. speaking of hogan though speaking he's been cleared <laughs> he's been cleared and he might be at the saudi show uh this month
1: God, i don't care what it is he's what 67 i want to say I, I don't fucking know, I don't care. again he not you know he he his body has taken so much damage that the dude's like gotten like six inches shorter like it's just like please just just stop <laughs> he's 66 and it's just like he's gonna be 67 later this year I don't see what he wants to do and if they do do anything it's gonna be a tag team match where he does basically what DDP did on AEW. you know a couple of punches do your special move that's it except DDP losing is, is in pretty great shape I'll give him that and he did a dive but it's just like I, I don't understand he keeps talking about wanting this retirement match. I think he wanted it against Vince at some point, which is even worse. Vince is like 74. And it's just like, I, I don't I don't understand. I'm not a wrestler, and I bet it's that itch, but Jesus, man.
0: <laughs> like, I don't understand. He wants to uh, retire at WrestleMania, and he wanted uh, some NXT star to be his opponent, but I forgot who it was. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot who it was, though. I, it wasn't oh, Dominic Zajakovic. Really.
1: No, I don't think so. As long as whoever, whoever uh, well, you know, it would have been would have beat his ass, man. I mean, I, I just don't understand. Yeah,
0: but I don't know. Let's hope not. Um, that's pretty much all we have for news and rumors. Yeah. Um, much. Did you watch Raw? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I watched some of it, or I watched the majority of it. Um, Raw's been pretty good, man. Yeah. I'll give it some, I'm going to give it some damn credit. Like, Raw has been pretty damn good. Uh, Paul
0: Heyman, man, Paul Heyman.
1: Yeah, Paul Heyman is doing good. I, I think he was, the reason things were getting so bad at some point was he was kind of experimenting with some things, you know, just feeling it out. And then with some storylines, maybe just letting them play out instead of just stopping them completely, which is something like that Vince likes to do. Um, but no, I've, I've really, and then, you know, of course, you know how much we pop for Edge. This whole Edge Randy Orton thing has been great. Or you know up to this point, um, Ruby Riot returned right after the Lana Lib Morgan match that I had uh, mentioned earlier. She looked great. Uh, I was never her biggest fan or anything, but I do like her look, and I think like that can set up a pretty decent. You know, like these chicks literally have tattoos like, matching tattoos for each other. You know, or for the riot Squad debut or whatever. So, it's, I think they could make a really good story out of this. And then Drew McIntyre is a fucking amazing dude. Yeah. Um, that, that dude's probably... He's probably... I think, I want to say... In WWE, he's probably my, my favorite wrestler right now.
0: Let's hope for, like, him to say that. Because in a few months, he's probably going to be hated. Well... I
1: won't change my mind unless they make him look stupid, or if they do a Seth Rollins on him and try to make him just something completely different. <laughs> oh, and something I will say also, um, he showed up on Raw. I mean, he's an NXT guy, but Angel Garza, dude! Oh my god,
0: dude! Angel Garza's is phenomenal.
1: He 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 is, man. I like to say Sammy reminds me of Young Eddie. I think a lot of people say that Angel does too, man. Yeah. Oh, he really does. That meant something else.
0: Yeah, he um, showed up and actually went against his uh, cousin, uh, Humberto Carrillo. And that was a pretty good match. And then Remisterio got involved, and he DDT'd onto the concrete. And uh, news is that he's going to be on Raw and NXT. So Andrade comes back and then probably go back to NXT.
1: I hope so, man. Um, I think he needs the exposure. And I I love seeing him. Uh, He has a great character. Which is so weird, right? Because like he was a heel and then after he did the that proposal, uh, he became like a babyface for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Now he's a heel, but he's so damn good as a heel. Uh and him and Zelina have like really, really good chemistry. Um at least I, I felt that they did. Um it just seemed it seemed natural, I guess, in a weird way. But um Oh man, I, I want to see Angel Garza more.
0: I really do. He should be at WrestleMania. He should have a WrestleMania match. He should be. He should have a WrestleMania match. It should be like Rey Mysterio versus Andrade versus Angel Garza versus Alberto Carillo. That would, like, for the U.S. Oh, title.
1: Man. That would like already automatically be match of the night. Like that's oh man, that's like a probably movie. be on the pre-show. I know, right? <laughs> you no, know, in WWE,
0: yeah, probably. These
1: fuckers are too short.
0: <laughs> um, on Raw uh, Randy Orton dude he came out and had the most booze, and as he, he as just, he
1: should have got as he should have got but it was great
0: he, he didn't even say anything and he was trying to say <laughs> stuff and I was like you know, I know and then walked away like it was it was fucking awesome oh
1: yeah I, I love that oh man Randy Orton's always been a favorite of mine but when he's this like you know this asshole, Randy Orton, which is probably more of how he is in real life. God, I love it.
0: Yeah, uh, there was no edge, of course, because it's probably selling the injuries. Uh, what else happened? We had no more contendership for the WWE title at Super Showdown. Seth Rollins versus yeah. Bobby Lashley versus Ricochet. Ricochet, yeah. And uh, I, I thought love for
1: Ricochet, sure Ricochet, dude, but yeah, they can't. They gotta stop putting that mic in his face, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's just not good at promos. Um I thought I felt at a point that he was kind of improving, but he's just not good on there, man. The thing, yeah. for, or whatever they wrote for him, like, we we keep saying in like the scripts and everything, but some of these guys can make it work. Like Samoa Joe can cut these, you know, scripted ass promos and make them sound great. And Ricochet's just not one of those guys.
0: He's great in the ring though, but that's about oh, it. Oh, he's great in
1: the ring, dude, but. Yeah, I don't... Like, if he had a manager, I think it would... That would make him take that next step. But, but what would you say? You thought who was going to win?
0: I thought uh when I announced it earlier in the day, I was like, oh, okay, Lashley's going to finally win so we get our, super, our match for showdown. Brock Lesnar yeah. versus Lashley, and he, he got the pinfall.
1: Yeah, you see, same here. I, I thought that was uh, what was going to happen because it's, we've been wanting this for so long, and it still hasn't happened, and it probably never will. But... Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad with the Ricochet winning because they kind of they have that story. Like they've been having, you know, the past couple of weeks and stuff. So I was okay with it, but I would have loved to have seen Lashley versus Lesnar.
0: Yeah. Uh, after the match, um, Lesnar made his fifth week in a row of being on Raw and came out real quickly and fived Ricochet. To your record. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be some
1: type of record in, I, I know, think like
0: years. I think every year he, he's on Raw at the beginning for each week. Oh, is he? I think so. Because we were saying he must be, be a record, but I don't All know. Right, I'm, I'm
1: going to have to look back and check that out. All I know is, man, when he ran down there, God, he booked it. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised he didn't fall into a Titus O'Neal. <laughs> 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 that would have been great, though. Um, and then... Uh, well, I feel like the biggest thing that happened was Rhea Ripley, man.
0: That's right. I forgot about that. Rhea Ripley and uh, Charlotte Flair.
1: Yeah, Charlotte uh, Flair's dragging this out, man. I'm starting to feel like she's probably not even going to actually, like, well, uh, never mind. I, I'm not, I won't get into it, but it's just like, I want to see this. I really do. But I just hope they continue to build to it the right way.
0: Yeah, it seems like they were. I mean, it was it made more sense for Rhea to come out on Raw rather than Charlotte to appear on NXT because like you which want they? yeah, you want you want the NXT to get the more spotlight, they have more spotlight on Raw and then, you know, hey, you have your time to announce hey Charlotte's gonna be on NXT, so watch it this week. Which yeah. they did.
1: So And Wednesday showed that Charlotte going to NXT didn't provide the buzz that I guess they thought it would. So it was good that Rhea showed up on Raw.
0: Yeah. Um, And now, what else happened on Raw? That's pretty
1: much it. Uh, I think there was oh, it was uh, Oscar versus Natalia, which was actually a pretty good match. I think Natalia got like a black eye off of it, too. Yeah, got uh, uh, Hurt. Aleister Black's a fucking badass. And...
0: I Becky Lynch came out in some dorky-ass fucking glasses. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then uh, Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders versus uh, Buddy Murphy in the AOP was... Pretty good
0: too. Yeah, that led I to think, uh, pretty good. a three on one, right? Because uh, the Viking yeah, Raiders left.
1: Yeah, so uh, it was an elimination style. And then uh, what's the smaller one from the Viking
0: Raiders? Um, his name? Ivar? Eric? One of those?
1: No, I think Eric's the big one. Probably Ivar. Either way, uh, one of them, the, the smaller one, he got hurt. Or no, my bad. He got eliminated. And then the big one got hurt uh like on his shoulder or something which left him. you know kevin owens versus uh versus the aop and and uh, murphy and uh I mean, he put up a good fight uh he pinned murphy and then he got uh, akum which i think is the shorter one but then Razor knocked his ass out man <laughs> it was pretty good though like it, it was uh it was it was really good um, like I said, Raw's been pretty good the past couple of weeks, and I'm I'm really happy to say that.
0: Yeah, well, not in the past couple of weeks, past couple of months, probably, since, like, I think mid-December's been good.
1: That's what people have been saying, but I haven't watched it continuously, or at least back, you know, a couple of months ago, because it was, like, it's not, you know, it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching the past couple of weeks, and yeah, it's it's been pretty good.
0: Um, finally. NXT. Uh back to uh, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, um who was it? Bianca Belair came out. Yeah. Uh led to Charlotte coming out and then Rhea, uh, Rhea coming out, saying no respect. Then NXT Superstars, we are family, we're NXT and they laid out Charlotte Flair, which was pretty badass.
1: Yeah, it was it's it was really cool to see. Um I'm starting to become a big Bianca Belair fan. I, I know you still you're not the only one. I've seen a lot of people say like they just don't see what it is with her. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's the charisma or what it is, but she just is like a like a star to me. And I've seen it since the beginning. The uh, Royal Rumble match brought it out even more for me. Um, I I love seeing her,
0: man. I I don't know. Uh, she's good in the ring, but to me, her character I um, I just don't care for it.
1: Yeah, you probably just don't resonate with the character. And, you're, and like I said, you're not the only one, dude. I, I go on Twitter and there's a lot of people that say the same exact things you do. Like, not even being disrespectful. It's just like I, I just don't understand, you know, what you know what people see. But mm-hmm. I don't know. For whatever reason, I, I got attached to it. I, I really like the character and just her in general, man. She's a freaking
0: badass. Yeah. Um, NXT. I forgot what else i had on NXT.
1: Oh, well, speaking of NXT... Let's talk about Matt Riddle, man. I think we had already said, right, that Matt Riddle and Lesnar got into it. Yeah, last week. And uh, and Lesnar said, you know, stop tagging me and stuff. We're never going to have a match against each other, whatever, whatever. Apparently, that's caused a lot of heat with Matt Riddle and Vince. And uh, they had some type of a meeting or something where they said, hey, stop calling out people that are, you know, in this company. Like, what are you doing? Uh, Especially if you're on NXT, you're calling out main roster stuff or main roster stars or whatever. And, I mean, you got to realize, like, Lesnar probably has more to say about WWE than Vince does. (laughs) Because Vince will do whatever Lesnar says. So, yeah, man, apparently, you know, Riddle's got some heat on him. Um, I've made it, I'm not the biggest Riddle fan, but I thought I knew that shit like this would happen with the way that he is. I can't say it's bad all the time and how he is. You know, he's just outspoken. But, you know, you got to realize, man, you can't call out some of these guys. It doesn't matter if you think you can beat their ass, which you probably can. And it doesn't matter if he can out-wrestle them because, well, for sure he can. But you just can't do stuff like that, man. Guys like Goldberg and Lesnar are so high up in the company. You just, you got to watch what you say. I mean, that's just how it is, buddy.
0: He has all this heat, but he's still getting a push.
1: Well, apparently that—that's what I'm saying. Apparently that might not go down the way we would want it to. I guess. So hopefully,
0: I want Pete Dunne to turn on him. So hopefully, that's the way he goes down.
1: I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I like Pete Dunne.
0: Yeah, Pete Dunne just looks better. He's better as heel.
1: Riddle just <clears> the <throat> hell out of me, buddy.
0: Okay. Um, that's just how it is. Though it's seen Dream returned that there you go. That's big news from NXT. Yeah. Uh, they had they had a six-man tag to end the show, and it was uh, Undisputed Era without Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong was on ringside against uh, Tommaso Shampa, Matt Riddle, and Pete Dunne, and The Team Dream came out and made his return, attacking Roderick Strong and basically attacking the whole Undisputed Era because they all laid out uh, Champa, Riddle, and Dunne, and it was pretty badass. He his tights had um, Roderick Strong on him. With his wife. No, not Roderick Strong. I had a Velveteen dream on him with Marina Chauffeur and Roderick Strong's uh, kid. And on the back it said, <laughs> call me up, Marina. Damn, man. I, I always loved his gear because his gear is always spot on. And that was fucking awesome.
1: I feel like um, NXT has really missed him. Yeah. Uh, like, it's no secret. I mean, I prefer... The AEW, two NXT. I love them both, but I prefer. Oh, AEW. really? I do. You you it's prefer not a secret. AEW over NXT? Not a Are you secret. sure? But I always thought you loved NXT. But the reason why <laughs> is because I feel like AEW is fun, wrestling wise. NXT blows them out of the water, dude. Like hands down. But I feel like AEW has better characters and just the way that they do the story. Velveteen Dreams a big part of that, though. They haven't, you know, NXT hasn't had them for damn it how long man it's been a, it feels like it's been so long
0: i think before november because i know right?
1: uh, it's been a couple months
0: yeah he had returned in november he got um whenever they're in survivor series shit he got a spanish fly from mustafa ali yeah but he was on tv and no one saw him no one said anything I, that made us think he was going to be the the member for um, nxc but he wasn't
1: well there's been a couple of times now with different surprise partners or pay-per-views you know with Mystery, you know mystery uh, opponents or whatever that we we would always say oh Velveteen Dream, and he never it never was him, and I just feel like it's the product that at least for me has missed him a lot, so yeah. I'm really happy to see that he's there.
0: Yeah, I want to say that's all that happened important wise on an NXT because I can't remember the rest of it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean.
1: I mean, there was what you know, little singles matches. What was it? Uh, Killian Dane versus um, God, Dominic Dajakovic. It? Dominic Dajakovic.
0: Oh yeah, and they it, announced uh, Dajakovic versus Keith Lee once more at NXT Portland next Saturday or next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, for the North American title, I can't remember the fucking name. And they always North have,
1: title. They always have good, good matches. I think this so. is
0: like their fourth match, and they always yeah, they're always great yeah, matches.
1: They're always good. Uh, and then uh, Jordan Devlin went up against Tyler Breeze.
0: There you go. Uh, that was a match of the night. That was probably match of the the week. Oh yeah. That was yeah. That was a great match. Uh, I know. That, uh,
1: yeah, that one I did, I actually didn't see.
0: Angel Garza had came out in a match. He he fought the one. Oh, he went against
1: then, uh, Swerve.
0: Yeah, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and yeah. he talked about um, after the match that he attacked Rey Mysterio on Raw. And he's coming back for his uh, NXT Cruiserweight title. So, Jordan Devlin, he has his eyes on him.
1: Yeah. I think that's really good. And like I said, I mean, all these guys, they have such great matches, though. Like, if all you care about, really, is the in-ring part of it, like, you just need to watch these guys. They'll, they'll blow you away. Um, but, yeah, I think as far as NXT, that was the main, the main stuff that happened. Yeah. Um switching over to AEW, the big thing was uh, Cody was going to get the 10 lashes from MJF. And, uh... Yeah, it was, uh... It was something, man. Uh, it wasn't as brutal as, uh... I don't know if you've ever seen them, but there was the, uh... Back in the day, uh... Sandman and, uh... Tommy Dreamer. They had the 10 lashes, but it was with the kendo stick. And then, yeah. uh, And that was pretty damn brutal. And then, uh a few years ago actually it was a uh, bully ray and uh, flip gordon and flip gordon got it even worse than tommy dreamer so this wasn't uh you know up to that level of brutality you know it, this was done with a belt um but oh my god dude like it, it it started off where it's just like oh you know it hurts to ending it with like how is he you know how, how does he keep getting back up from this i mean he was getting hit hard um Wardlow even uh through one you know he did the ninth shot and he's a big big motherfucker um but cody survived them uh did the 10 and the last one was actually uh a shot across his chest so on the dream i guess a little bit of symbolism or whatever uh and then mjf kicked him in the nuts and ran (laughs) and it was just like oh you're such a dick and um you know so that was that was really good it was really emotional um Arn Anderson had came out, I think, on, like, the third uh, third whip. And basically it was just, you know, don't, don't give MJF the satisfaction. You know, don't give up, whatever, whatever. And then after a couple more, uh, on the fifth one, Dis- Dustin came out. And he was like, I'll take the rest. And MJF was like, nope, that's not how it works. You know, go, go out. You're going to watch him with everybody else. And then uh, on, uh, you know, right after the ninth one, Brandy actually came out. And Cody's crying. Like they were both crying. It was it was uh, it was really emotional. And she was just like, you know, you could do it. I love you. Whatever. And it was it was it was uh, it was really crazy. Like I said, it was hard to watch in the sense that it's just like Jesus. Like I've been hit with the belt. I don't know if you have, or if you did when you were yeah. young. But I, I used to get my ass kicked. So it's just like, oh man, I could only imagine um, having to take that many in a row. You know. But um, it was really emotional. It, it I think it uh, helped a lot of people get. A real emotional investment to this uh, storyline. It was crazy, um, and then they had the Moxley. Uh, Moxley went up against Ortiz, and uh, Jericho and Sammy Guevara, and well, Jay Hager didn't talk, but you know he's there. They're all there on commentary. Chris Jericho's freaking amazing. Um, he knows how to get people over, you know, while he's parading them. So he's you know talking shit about Moxley, saying how he's crazy and whatever, whatever. He's a psychopath, but that's the reason why, you know, I'm I, I can't turn my back on kind of thing, you know, like he's, he's putting him over. Um, Moxley ended up winning, right? He beat Ortiz and um, he got attacked by Santana. He ended up uh, doing a paradigm shift to both of them, Santana and Ortiz, and then he actually got the car keys from that Ford GT and stabbed Santana in the eye, and he said eye for an eye, you know, all the symbolism stuff, and um, Santana actually cut a pretty badass promo. Um, later on in the night, you know, he's going to go up against them next week. So that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't know if you had saw that, but I, I thought that was pretty badass.
0: Yeah. I love the promo. And, then, um, the match was pretty good with Ortiz cause Ortiz hasn't had a singles match like in four years, I think since 2016 or like July of 2016 or something. Yeah. And it was pretty good. So and then,
1: good. uh, Santana and Ortiz, they're so damn good, man. Yeah. Like I, but... I absolutely love those guys.
0: Yeah, the pro- the promo was outstanding really, because I didn't think they cut that bad as promo and shit, Santana is great.
1: But you should think about it, man. We we don't ever really hear them talk, you know, or as far as, you know, cutting their own. Except for I'm the best.
0: The, uh, best yeah, the best the best. I love that dude. <laughs> I don't even
1: care. <laughs> but uh well I think what was really cool about it was that it's Jericho, you know, Jer- Jericho's the one getting interviewed, right? <laughs> how how you know, how how could somebody uh poke you know, stab somebody in the eye or whatever. Right, and it's just like, are you serious? <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of like with the uh, with MJF, with the you know, well, who wears a scarf? You know, and uh, Santana just took the mic from him and started just going off, and it was like, wow, like that that was actually really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it was definitely good. I, I can't wait to see that next week. Um, and then there were some other matches that was like, you know, they're they're there, they were good matches, but you know. For the most part, didn't really do anything uh, as far as storytelling or you know, furthering any stories. You know, like a uh, SCU and the Best Friends. I mean, well, I guess it did at the end. The SCU and Best Friends had a pretty decent match. Um, Orange Cassidy is still the most over thing in wrestling, and all he did was lay down. Um, after the match, Dark Order came out and offered Orange Cassidy a mask so he could join the Dark Order, and he reached out like if he was gonna grab it, but instead he put his hands in his pockets. Everybody went crazy. They beat him down. They got a lot of heat. Uh, and then Christopher Daniels actually came out to help him. And Dark Order left. Um, Britt Baker went up against Yuka Sakazaki. Who hadn't been on, I think, since like Fight for the Fallen or something. Yuka is actually pretty cool. Um, and I like Britt Baker as a heel. Like I, As a face, it was like, eh, I mean, sure. You know, she's still really clunky in the ring. But I love her as a heel. I love all her dentist stuff that she says and how arrogant she is. Um, and she ended up losing. Yuka Sakazaki actually won, and Brit uh, got the uh, the ring bell. Actually hit her in the back of the head with it, and then she put her she like made her open her mouth and bite onto the uh, uh, the rope. And she did a curb stomp, and they you know had this cool visual of like her losing a truth. And then she put her in the lockjaw, and then I think the best thing for me was they, you know, they had this blood on Brit's hand, and she just makes this face like this is disgusting, and it's like <laughs> you're the one who did it. Like it was oh I thought it was so good. <laughs> um, what else happened there? Um, hold on, I'm trying to look for it. Oh, the hangman page stuff, dude, or the hangman versus the elite stuff is. Still going pretty damn good. Um, it was uh, oh, what is it? I guess technically the elite and hangman uh, versus the butcher, of the blade, and the lucha bros. Uh, crazy spot fest ones. I know you're not into those. I'd love them. Um, but as for as much of a spot fest match that this was, this was a AEW tag team match. You know, for as much as that was. I feel like it furthered so damn much when it came to the story. Uh, like, with Hangman, you know, had, he hurt his knee or something like that. So, the Young Bucks were like, well, tag me in, tag me in, whatever. And he's like, no, no, I got it. And instead, you know, he ends up getting beat. And, you know, that. so that caused the friction, or more friction, right, between uh, Hangman and the rest of the Elite. And then at the end of the match, if I'm not mistaken, uh... Kenny Omega was on the mic, and Pac came out, he had Riho with him, and was like, you know, you obviously don't care about uh, Michael Nakazawa, right, because he kept kicking his ass, he's like, so maybe you might care about Riho, and you know, if I don't get my, my match, or whatever, and Kenny's like, you know, hey, no, 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 you know, you got your match, you got your match, whatever, and he's like, you know, hey, I'm, I might be a bastard, but... I'm not a beast, and he goes, but she is, and then Nyla comes out, Nyla Rose comes out and uh, powerbombs Riho through a table, and she's so small, dude, she, like, slides off the table, it's so crazy, um, so now they have a 30-minute Iron Man match set up, and it's just like, wow, you know, for, as, you know, that spot fest match set up two different, uh, or further two different storylines, I thought that was really good, but, Yeah. <laughs> My bad, I know I took that one over a little bit.
0: Oh no, nah, um I I have not been interested in AEW. The last years I saw, but I really didn't care for the last years too much until Brandy Rhodes came out. I was like, what the fuck? Are they gonna stop doing the Nightmare Collective? Which
1: Whoa well, it's well because you haven't been watching you they uh they turn on Kong.
0: Yeah, uh, I know that.
1: Well, oh actually, okay, so let me go back uh brandy hasn't been with the nightmare collective for the past couple weeks i want to say and she keeps doing these promos where she's like talking to a therapist about what's going on and then it turns out like the therapist is like a doll or something so like she's just going crazy or whatever and then the nightmare collective as far as luther and mel they turn on kong they injured her because i think kong's gonna go film glow but uh so that's for the most part i want to say it's just broken up as it should be um I don't hate it as much as most people do but they obviously were getting so much heat for that and I mean you and I both know a lot of the stuff or a lot of the criticism they get for the most part they do try to listen at least from what we've seen so far and I think they broke it up and it made sense with something as personal as this you know with him getting the lashes and whatever for me at least it it made sense for her to come out not be this crazy you know whatever and it's just like because at the end of the day it's like well that's still her husband like i think you would expect to see her come out i guess yeah Um, or at least for me like i said but yeah it it was pretty emotional I, i didn't get emotional watching the first nine lashes it was more of a oh my god you know i can't believe that but on that last one or right before he took that last one and brandy comes out and she has tears in her eyes and then cody like is literally shaking like lip quivering and everything like that kind of crying and the camera's just close enough that you can hear her say like baby like i i love you like you can do this or whatever and he's not saying anything he's just like bawling you know it's just like wow that that shit got me um to feel like wow you know that's That's some good fucking acting. (laughs) You know, but... I'm I'm sure a lot of that wasn't acting, though, because, like I said, to get hit like that, and there were some marks that were, like, on the back of his neck, and... uh That, man. But I thought it was a a really... Another really good... Another good Wednesday, man. Like... uh, There's... If... uh, Ever since they started this war, I feel like there's only been maybe one or two weeks where it's just been, like, eh. But... I don't think they've had, like, either show has had an actual bad, bad show. And I love that for the most part they put on really good shows.
0: Yeah, I think NXT's going to catch my eye more just because of the wrestling, but we, me and Tiff actually had AEW and um, NXT on mm-hmm. both put on our phones. I just kept drawing more to NXT because they opened up with, um, fuck, I forgot what they opened up with. Oh, it was Matt Riddle and uh, yeah. cutting a promo, and yeah, was promo the, was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah it was and a Bobby like, Fish it's if, all
1: or my bad go ahead
0: Bobby, <laughs> if Bobby Fish could fry fish how much fish could Bobby fry fish well something like that oh my gosh. and it was hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah and it, I mean it's just up to taste man you know like me and you have different senses of humor and you know and things like that and I like to mess with you about it like how the hell do you not find this funny you know but that's just how it is man it's just different tastes. as long as you don't shit on each other for not liking stuff what is it you know I mean, have fun with it how ah, you dude, like AEW, man? That shit sucks. Right? When people say shit like that, it's like, all right, man. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> but I feel like that same way when people say... Like, even I get offended when people say shit about NXT. Because it's just like, are you freaking serious? Like, as far as the wrestling, this is the best wrestling. At least in the US. If not the world. You know? It's it's just amazing. The They don't ever... When do you ever see, like, a botch on NXT? And don't get me wrong. Everybody botches, but... When have you actually seen like a real botch?
0: The the botches are usually from the green people. Like, people forget that it's still um
1: developmental for the most. part. Yeah,
0: developmental, yeah. and they they give them so much credit. But like, even then, like I know Tayna Taynara Cotney, yeah. she she isn't the best. But like, people I know she had a botch like a couple before you know AEW and all that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh people were talking shit like, dude, y'all need to calm down. And then uh, Maria Sharpe and. Jisman Duke, whenever they botch, I'm like, y- y'all forget it's developmental still. Like Shayna Baszler's fucking a, a beast, and she needs to like train them, but they, they just forget that develop- developmental still.
1: Yeah, and it all comes with the experience. The more experience you put in, and, and that's another thing too. That's why, for the most part, NXT or any, you know anybody in the WWE system is so refined, because they do so many shows. Um, but even then, every wrestler has some type of a botch. Everybody, you know, anybody who has ever wrestled will tell you, you know. Why do you focus on that? Or why do you need to focus on that? Oh, this show's full of botches, and this show's full of this, this, and that. Whatever, it's just like, it happens to everybody. And, like you said, I mean, for the most part, as much as they don't want to say it, it's still a developmental brand. I mean, we love this show more than the main show, (laughs) you know. But, you know, it's still, yeah, they're still younger, for the most part, or they're still learning what's the problem, you know, and and it's the same thing with AEW, a lot of these guys have never been on TV, you know, a lot of these guys didn't have to do an actual show, I guess, of this importance, I guess, it just happens, it happens everywhere, but both shows are so damn good, Um, I feel like Thursdays are the best, because you wake up, and you're just like, man, that shit last night, and then, you know, you read all the stuff, or at least for me, I go and I read all the articles and stuff that are done about it, and I'm just like good you know every you know for the most part everybody liked it it's only when you go to twitter or something that people are like oh well AEW sucks and nxt was great or somebody else is well, well nxt you know does this so much better and AEW sucks and it's just like just fucking enjoy it or if you're not gonna enjoy AEW, like for you if it's not that you don't enjoy it but you know if you're not watching it you're not going around saying oh well it's just been boring or whatever you wouldn't know you haven't been watching you know what i mean it's yeah. just like oh i'm just i just prefer nxt i prefer AEW. I'm telling you, man, people are just crazy. I, I don't understand. I think people just want to fight and be upset about it. Or if they're upset with something they want to bring you down to, and you just got to stay positive and get that shit out of your life. Yeah. But I guess we'll, uh, we'll end this by going to SmackDown.
0: <laughs> the show that uh, no one really asked for. This um, one
1: right now is the red stepchild of wrestling. <laughs> and it's just like... Man, that first show, well, I'm not going to say the first show was great, but when, you know, like the presentation, everything is so good, but it just hasn't, I, I didn't watch it last night, so I, I'm not going to say it was bad, but you watched it, right?
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad, I just gave it too much shit, but um, it opened <laughs> yeah. up with The Miz and John Morrison returning the Dirt Sheet. Which uh, they're always said,
1: good, and they're always good together. Yeah,
0: I said it since day one on the podcast, season one, episode one. I'm a fan of The Miz. I've always loved The Miz since like 2000 fucking... When, whenever he Six, appeared. 2006, seven. I think. Yeah. Even when he was the Ryan Seacrest of SmackDown. And um, <laughs> and uh, Miz, Morrison, they're always great together. They have always been great together. And I was dying to see The Dirt She Returned. We finally got The Dirt She Returning. And they did like a little... Um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They did like a little remake of their own version of it. And it was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It featured... Lance Storm saying if I could be serious for a minute, it featured uh, John Laurinaitis, it featured um, Mr. Miz, which everybody loves, and it was just awesome. If you haven't seen that segment, go back and watch that segment. That little trailer was badass. I'm about to go
1: watch that on YouTube. <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> what's it called the new day came out interrupted, talking about you know that they're gonna beat them at Super Showdown. Miz said they beat every team last week because they had that fail Fourway tag team. Yeah. That led to the Usos coming out saying, Whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all didn't beat us. And uh, that also led to... God, how are their names? Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode coming out yeah. mm-hmm. to attack the Usos while the Miz and New- uh, attacked the New Day. And uh, that led to a match, Usos versus uh, Roode and Ziggler. Usos um, picked up the win. Um, what happened after that? Uh, Daniel, I know at one point, Daniel Bryan was in the back, Heath Slater came out in the locker room, talking about how stupid of a decision it was for him to, uh, tie himself with the, with the Fiend. This led to a match with, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Heath Slater. Daniel Bryan looked more aggressive, which was pretty nice to see. Mm-hmm. And my co-play up, oh, the Fiend changes people. So That was pretty good. Yeah. Um... We had Otis getting ready for his date next week for Manny Rose. That was a little funny segment.
1: And I said he's hilarious. I just hate watching him dance, or if he's doing the fucking Shakira thing, you know, like don't.
0: He he did that. He did that before Shakira. Shakira stole that from him.
1: I'm gonna just give it to Shakira because I love her more.
0: Eh. Um, what else? Goldberg was live via satellite, even though they they announced him and like made him seem. Oh man, my scene. god! Okay,
1: I saw. Well, of course I saw that, but I saw that he was advertised for the show, right? Of course. Yeah. I would have been pissed if I bought my ticket and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm gonna see Goldberg, and then it's like a live via satellite. Oh my god! I, that I hate stuff like that, dude. I hate that they do things like that.
0: It's stupid, but um, he was saying that you know who's gonna be next. I uh. I go after Brock Lesnar for the WWE title? Or I go after my old we uh, we A at all our rivalry shit bullshit. Yeah. I never got my rematch, so I'm going after Universe title, the fiend if he accepts. It's like dude, no, why? Go after someone else. Uh <laughs> the fiend.
1: Like, before you could even I think before you even finished uh, the Fiend's uh, the Firefly Funhouse like interrupted with a news thing or something, right?
0: Yeah. Breaking news and uh it was pretty funny. The <laughs> cool. fiend uh
1: he goes, you uh, yowie!" Wowie. <laughs> Welcome back to the news or whatever. It's like, oh my god. But, oh man. Yeah, it, it was... uh Oh man.
0: I don't know. It's just like, why, I guess? Uh, yeah, and Goldberg tried acting like, oh, don't do intimidating shit with me. It's not gonna work. He's like, dude, this is fun. Have fun. Like, fuck. I don't, don't want to see you versus The Fiend. Okay. And uh, Bray Wyatt was like, let me in. always thought I was let him in. But he said, "Let me in." This no, sign. Yeah, he always said, "Let me in." I always thought I was let let him in. I don't know. That threw me off yesterday, but I guess I haven't heard in a while.
1: <laughs> um, like I, I, love Gilbert. I think he is the draw that everybody says he is, or that that has shown. I don't like that he's going up against the fiend. I don't like it's a Saudi Arabia thing. Um, I just think he should have gotten with somebody probably in the mid card, like basically another top Ziggler thing. You know, it should have been something like that where he's just like, who's next? Maybe somebody interrupts him, and then he goes, okay, you're next. And then he goes and he kicks their ass, and then he leaves for a couple months. I don't think he should be in these championship matches. He just shouldn't. Like, the Brock Lesnar one made sense because before he had returned, that was the last feud he had, you know? With this, it's just like, I don't understand. And I don't know how it's going to go. Because, I, Goldberg's not going to get squashed. I or I, just, I wouldn't think he will. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, because it's The Fiend. But, I mean, honestly, would you be surprised if Goldberg squashed The Fiend and won?
0: I, I hope that's what happens. Not, no. Goldberg, Oh, I, well, man, you do want to. No, fuck no. Oh, I hope. I don't, I don't hope. like Goldberg, I guess. Sorry, I thought you, like you switched Goldberg. it up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope The no, Fiend squashes Goldberg like you've been asking for, you know, yes. how he was supposed to squash That's Finn Balor. needs
1: to be done. Make him look really, really strong again. Now, don't get me wrong, though. That Daniel Bryan match was actually really good. But I think he needs to go on a tear of just, just going through these people and squashing them. It, if it, you were to do that to Goldberg, can you imagine? That would that would really make it, like, have some credibility.
0: Yeah. Um that's what needs to happen. I hope that I hope that's what happens. I don't want to see a fucking 10, 20, 30 minute match with oh these two God. because Goldberg can't wrestle. never know how to wrestle. So, fuck no.
1: Goldberg can't wrestle. And I love Goldberg, but Goldberg is not a wrestler. And Bray Wyatt, he has improved as a wrestler, but he's still not a really good wrestler. So, if especially with the mask on? It, yeah, especially that. You know, I mean, you got to think about that too. I mean, most of his career he didn't have it on. He hasn't even been wrestling for a year with a mask on, so yeah, crazy. But it's just like, don't put him in a ten minute match. You know, make it five to maybe eight minutes if it needs to be that. If make it's it a two be the match, then you squash his ass in two three minutes. You know what I mean? Fucking
0: as soon as the bell rings, run after him and give him the mandible claw and then pin him right there. One two three. Like, that's all that I, needs to happen.
1: I think what will happen is the bell will ring is going to be a spear jackhammer, and then. Fiend's gonna kick out. He might get hit more with the, you know, with more spears, more jackhammers, whatever. Fiend's just not gonna die, and then it'll turn into an actual squash match. And that's See, I, I, think.
0: I, think I'll be fine with that if yeah, he does like, fine. you know, spears, jackhammer, spear, jackhammer, spear, jackhammer, spear, jackhammer. Like the Fiend just yes. keeps kicking out, and then exactly, yeah. <clears throat> Goldberg, you know,
1: him, it makes him look strong. Nothing's gonna make Goldberg look weak. You know, he, he's done this for too long for it to be like, oh, you know, he, he looks weak. Like whenever Seth Rollins did the curb stomps or, you know, however many times. It's just, I really hope they don't try to make a wrestling match out of this. And I really hope they don't try to push it for 12 to 15 minutes. I really hope not.
0: Yeah. But so, um, we'll see. What else happened? Uh, They had the number, match, number one contendership match for the women's title. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Carmella versus... Naomi versus Dana Brooke.
1: Alexa Bliss or
0: Naomi should have won. Naomi should have won, but I feel like they're going to say that for WrestleMania, probably. And uh, instead, Carmella picked up the win. And I saw someone say, uh, what has she ever done to deserve to go a match against the women's champion? I was like, she just won a fucking match, so that's probably what happened. (laughs) She she won that match to make her deserve it. I mean... It'll be different Like they never have a number contendership match. Like, oh, I challenge you. and Which like, has happened like, before.
1: But, yeah, they actually yeah. set something up for it, which makes sense. So, I mean, that's a step in the right direction. Um, um, me, personally, Bailey, I, I wouldn't have chosen Carmella. But at least me. she won a, a number one contenders match. If, <laughs> you know, instead, you of, it to, instead of coming out and saying, I want a chance at the title. So, yeah. it's Saudi Arabia. I'm going to, you know, like, <laughs> it's just like, okay, you, you know, at least they at least she won a match.
0: Yeah, if you gave it to like, Alexa Bliss, people would be like, oh, she gets everything, like Charlotte Flair, or, oh, what about oh, well, her tag team with Nikki Cross? Yeah, she is. But, um, and if you have to Dana Brooke, people have been complaining, like, oh, Dana Brooke sucks. Like, they always do, so. I understand, <laughs> yeah. Carmella.
1: Although she did bust out that Batista bum, man. I guess he is teaching her a thing or two. Um, but I think Naomi should have won, but I, I agree with you, they're probably it's something that they're saving for. She got a lot of buzz from that Royal Rumble, um, pay-per-view, so yeah I, I can imagine she'll probably be a champ pretty soon
0: yeah um that's pretty much all that happened Smackdown
1: so yeah I mean for the most part I mean it's been a, another good week of wrestling uh you know little things here and there, but I think for the most part or at least Friday aside for the most part it's just us anything we didn't like is probably nitpicking but yeah I mean everything's been pretty good, and like I said smackdown for for it not being as good as you know it can be it's still doing some really entertaining things so it's fun it's fun to watch them um and i think that there's something for everybody you know just watch what you like we keep saying it and usually it only pertains to wednesday but i mean start watching monday you know start watching raw and there's going to be some things you like there's going to be some things you like on smackdown you love The Miz. You probably only watch SmackDown to watch The Miz.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. If, <laughs> if it was on Raw, I would like probably stop watching SmackDown.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? So it's just like, hey, man, just like what you like, man. And you don't got to shit on everybody else for liking something. You know, everybody has their own opinion. Some people just tell their opinion. It's not even their opinion. They just want to piss you off. So don't give them the satisfaction.
0: That's funny pissing people off. Unless, unless you say shit about AEW. <laughs> yeah man they're all great shows yeah um, so <laughs> uh, one last stand thing
1: I that I don't care
0: man, it's not it's not terrible it's
1: not terrible it's just not great
0: yeah I mean neither is Raw neither is AEW yeah, neither Raw's, is NXT Raw's they're getting all
1: good it's really good and AEW and hold up hold up hold up
0: hold up hold up hold up Raw's not getting to really good Raw's getting good not really good I would say it's getting pretty good not, not pretty good. It's getting good. That's your opinion, buddy. I
1: respect your opinion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, on to our Wrestler of the Week, which was chosen by me. Um, I, I forget why I always say independent wrestling. Uh, go check out your independent wrestling show. If you have not checked out any of your independent wrestling shows, because these are the stars of tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this Wrestler of the Week is Moonshine, Ryan Mantel. This dude... Is a fucking beast in the ring, and I guess his appearance—he is a damn beast. Um, He wrestles for
1: dating-looking man.
0: Yeah, and just by the name Moonshine, all he does is drink moonshine. Um, he wrestles wrestles. for, (laughs) and during his match, sometimes um, he brings out the ring with him, and believe me, that shit is actually pretty strong. It's real moonshine because I got a whiff of it whenever he came down to Gulf Coast a few months (laughs) back. I was like, God damn, this dude's not lying. Um, he wrestles for Reality Wrestling, which is Booker T's school. He also wrestles for Golf Coast Wrestling Alliance in uh, Corpus Christi, and uh, he also does a uh, Dallas, uh, was it Imperial Wrestling Revolution? I believe it's called, or I might have changed their name recently. Yeah. Every Thursday, and this dude, like, he's a he's a tag team champion with Dirty Andy Dolson at Golf Coast, and um, I don't know if he has any has any other titles right now currently. But he's a damn beast. You check him out. I believe he is wrestling tonight in Houston for Reality of Wrestling, I want to say. And uh, he is wrestling next Sunday for a new show in San Antonio. you remember that new show's name?
1: The new show? Um,
0: it's something weird. I forgot the name, though.
1: I think it's U4IA.
0: Euphoria. There you
1: go. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know the, uh, I always forget the damn, like the actual, <laughs> you know what it is. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the acronym, yeah, euphoria, yeah, it's, it's a euphoria,
0: up. euphoria something, euphoria pro wrestling, I think. And, uh, their first show is actually next Sunday, and they're having Moonshine Mantel and, uh, Ryan Davidson have an open challenge. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, Moonshine Mantel, check out some of his matches on YouTube, his, um, follow him on Instagram, Twitter. His handle for Instagram is at MoonshineMantel, and his Twitter handle is at MoonshineMantel with one L. Not two L's, one L. Yeah. And he has his own uh, YouTube channel where he has his matches and promos and shit. But that is pretty much it. Anything else you want to say?
1: No. I mean, I hope everybody enjoys their wrestling and just have fun, man. Well, not even just wrestling, enjoy your life.
0: Life's too feels short like to week. be mad, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, while you're at it, while you're on Instagram or listening to this, get on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, if you haven't followed us, Instagram is at Twitter Twitter's at Tacos. we don't use Twitter that often, but you can yeah. still follow us on there. Check out our fire-ass memes, though. <laughs> yeah, we've actually gotten a few likes from, uh, Sam McVar shared one of them this week, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool, and then yesterday, the one. yeah, the one that you made, which is pretty, pretty awesome, I <laughs>
1: like, yeah, it's very, uh, delinquent. It has like right. ten
0: likes, but he was like one of the first. I was like, that's pretty awesome.
1: Exactly. So he he agrees with me. <laughs> that, that's he the same thing.
0: <laughs> he has the same sense of humor as you. That's pretty cool. And um, if
1: they sound smarter, then it, it was probably a most of what one who put it. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a child.
0: Man, I have some type of sense of humor, but yeah. Uh, Facebook at Rastin Tacos, Twitter at Raston Tacos, Instagram at Rastin Tacos. Follow our YouTube channel at Rastin Tacos Podcast. I mean. No. We post up interviews We haven't done any in a while But we Gonna start soon Hopefully Once I start going to shows mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, I think that's everything Yeah So we'll catch y'all guys Oh next week We'll be Posting up our regular schedule On Fridays again. So, so we'll see y'all guys tacos. Next Fridays. Bye Wrestling Kingdom This isn't Just Wrestling